Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Bring in Tom Murphy on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline about uh, practice this week, and I guess it won't be long. We'll hear some more this week. But, uh, Tom, practice is starting, underway. Where are we at? Um, no, like we just finished talking to Kendall Riles and uh, KJ Jefferson. So uh, it's a shorter practice because they're scrimmaging tomorrow. Well, I don't want to ruin your column for tomorrow, but can you give us a little bit of insight from what you got from the starting quarterback and the OC? Well, Kim is always really direct and to the point, and um, KJ is becoming a much better spokesman. Hold on, I'm going to catch my breath for a second. I jogged up, I jogged up a flight of stairs. That's a terrible idea. Wow. That's an awful <laughs> idea, Tom. I wouldn't want to do that period, plus I'd never want to do it right before I went on the radio. Well, um, I wanted to get out of the bowels of the stadium where the reception was tough. But, um, you know, Kendall talked about the efficiency of the offense and how uh, KJ's making quicker reads, getting the ball out, and uh, is leading the quarterbacks in efficiency by a pretty wide margin. So, um, I don't know. Uh, I, you get a good feel that they like uh, who they're going into battle with this year, the O-line. So experienced and uh, Rocket. Oh man, Ken Brows really talked up Rocket Sanders. Antonia, I'm I'm starting to feel like Rocket could be a thousand yard rusher. We I think we did we have a question of the uh, day when Acre is gone about Rocket and who would lead the team in Russia. And I think he, uh, he Acre was here. Thank you. You were here. Yeah, you were here that day. It was two weeks ago. Hmm. Uh, I I think when you you take him off kickoff return, which I disagree with, I won't I won't rock it back there on kickoff or punt or whatever. Anytime he can get the ball in his hands, I want it in his hands. But that shows me how much they think about him, and and they're going to uh, value him to keep him off special teams, and then to name him a starter right away. I'm thinking, have I talked long enough, Tom? Have you caught your breath? I was trying to I was trying well, to drag I, this I, on. Yeah, because that's so different that than how you normally do. Wes is typically a little long-winded. I couldn't tell if he was trying to cover you or he was just doing his normal thing. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, I was. Um, I, yeah, I think I jogged up like four different flights here at the stadium Mm-mm. just so I could be on the air with you guys. Tom, so, we appreciate awesome. that. We really yeah. do. Thank you. Uh, Rocket. Uh, I think Kendall Browse made the comment like he's such a great kid. You know, he could babysit my kids for me. And then uh, after it was over, Kyle's like, I don't know, man. One of those kids is. Super active. Uh, he might be a handful, but you know we we've seen Rocket in pass pro. He's done a great job. Uh, we know what kind of pass catcher he is out of the backfield, so he's got a chance. You know, it surprised me a little bit earlier in camp when Jimmy Smith said like he would get, you know, like last year they had it put up pretty good between Traylon and Rocket and um, uh, Dominic Johnson, mm-hmm. but this year on the course they're on right now that um, Rocket would get a higher percentage of the, of the snaps. So if he stays healthy, um, you just get the feel that with this receiving core coming on the way it is, that they're going to be a pretty good handful on offense. If they keep their turnovers to a minimum, um, they're going to be – I think they're going to just be a little bit more – I tried to I tried to get Kendall to talk about can they be a more efficient passing team and have better total yardage numbers. And his answers were, were basically – we want to win games, and I don't care what the numbers look like. Yeah, it helps us in recruiting if we rank really high up there, but all it, all it's about is outscoring the other team every week. So 
Um, you know, and I, and I do believe they're going to be in a position to have better offense numbers this year. Hornsby's been kind of quiet this week. Uh, what's the latest with him and playing wide receiver? Um, Kendall just a moment ago did say that he's still doing that. The fact that more receivers have risen up, they don't feel uh, the urgency that he's got to you know develop and really be um, a you know a guy they have to count on out there. I think it would still be wise of them to throw the ball to Hornsby. But Matt Landers has been a revelation in this camp. His speed. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bryles just got through saying a moment ago that they've underthrown him several times on deep balls because his speed is so deceptive to the quarterback, you know, at 6'5". So, um, but in terms of efficiency in this camp, Jefferson and Fortin have higher numbers than Malik. Um, so even though we've noticed that Hornsby's um, passing is more on target, um, his numbers overall um, are the completion percentage isn't what Fortin's are. That doesn't mean that Fortin's beating him out. It's just that there's a closer competition there maybe than there is even for the starting job. But everyone who's come through, including Kendall today, said he's such a great player that you know he's got to be on the field some. He's got to touch the ball. So they're going to find ways. Tom Murphy with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. What are the position battles going on right now on offense? Um, well, really, you know, you feel like Luke Jones is you know, solidified himself at left tackle. I don't think Tykeus Crawford is uh, beating out Dalton Wagner is, is close. So those all look good. I mean, maybe at receiver, but when I think of receiver, I think of it as there's there's guys who start the game, but you, you might start subbing in immediately. So um, Warren Thompson is having a great camp. In fact, Riles just said that he thinks he's been the most efficient receiver in this camp. Um, and I would think that Hazelwood – Matt Landers are right behind that. Um, and those might be your starters right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Keetron Jackson. So that's probably your top four with Hazelwood in the slot. I think Satania is going to come on, is going to end up being in the rotation, maybe as the second slot guy. Um, and beyond that, you know, Jaden Wilson is in the mix. But I really think, um, and Quincy McAdoo had another great catch today, a freshman. So they are really rich at receiver. And, and, and to think, a lot of people viewed it as a potential weakness mm-hmm. and a question mark, and perhaps none of these guys lines up with Traylon Burks-type numbers and great catches. But I think on the whole, I think they're a deeper receiving core. What's a good over-under on Trey Knox this year, you think, at tight end? Um, he had 20 last year. I, I, I'd give him probably 35 if I set the over-under number on his catches. Okay, I like that. I mean, he and he and KJ developed a pretty good rapport in key situations last year. Oh yeah, I mean, I've I've documented in some things I've written. Um, key drives late in games: Ole Miss, Mississippi State. I think he had multiple catches on both of their last drives. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just a security thing. And I think he's going to be a better blocker for them this year. And I think he's going to be a guy who. If uh, option one's covered, option two looks covered, then he's going to hit Trey Knox pretty quick. Tom, our zone question of the day. Last season, the defense gave up 22.9 points per game. Do you think uh, the defense gives up more or less points per game this year? 22.9. I think it's a harder schedule. When you think about Cincinnati uh, being on it, you have to go play at BYU. Um, 
They're not playing Georgia, who scored 37 on them. But I'd say on the whole, it's probably going to be in that realm, but probably a little higher, maybe closer to 24. What do you like about this defense? What do you think the strength is? Well, um, I like their versatility in the defensive backfield. Um, we hear, you know, they want to put more pressure on quarterbacks. They want to get teams behind the chains more. So maybe maybe if you do that on first count down, then on third and long, uh, you know, if you pressure, well, what if you get beat in man coverage? Then, you know, did you – you didn't win that series, even though you had a negative yardage play early. So, I think they want to. I think they want to bring more blitzes, but you have to. You have to have the coverage behind that. I'm a little concerned about their corner cornerback position. I think McLaughlin is going to come on, and I don't know if he'll win a starting job. But from what we've seen in this camp, I and mean, Hudson Clark has been pretty solid, um, and he's gone against the top dudes a lot. Um, uh, Ladarius Bishop has been with the ones in the fastball start the last couple of days, but he just—he just guys have been making plays on him. So I'm—I'm uh, I'm a little concerned about the main coverage, though. Um, I, I think their zone will probably be as salty or maybe better than last year. I think Drew Sanders is going to be a great X factor in how they use him and how they pressure with him. You know, will he hold up against the run? That'll be a good question. And their depth at D tackle. I mean. Torian Carter's not going to play for a long time this year, if at all. Hmm. And I think he was going to be a starter on their four-man front. So they've got to have guys like Cam Ball and Taylor Lewis and maybe even Nico uh, Davier out of Bommel comes on and gives them reps. Uh, but, you know, you've got to stop the run first in the SEC. And I, I just believe the D-tackle position is so important for them. Teams like Georgia showed – uh, we're going to keep it on the ground, and you, you know this three-man front. You got to come up with something else because they were getting to the linebackers, and they were getting five, six yards a pop. So I, I know that was a long-winded answer, but I just think that overall depth on the D line, they've got to keep getting better there and uh, improve their playmaking potential at the end. Tom, what's the plan for this weekend? Um, yeah, they're scrimmaging tomorrow. We asked for. Uh, a, some details from Kendall Bryles, and I think it's going to be another thud scrimmage, so no tackling to the ground. Um, they need to stay healthy. You know, they don't, they can't lose another guy of Torian Carter's ilk, you know, because his loss is already going to impact him. So they're going to thud. Um, they're probably guys like Stromberg and Wagner, Jalen Catalan, Poole, probably very limited in that scrimmage, I would think. Um, hopefully we'll get a lot of those details from Coach Sam Pittman tomorrow after it's over. Um, then, you know, it's, it's, they're going to start putting Cincinnati stuff in next week, I would think, by, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday. You know, they're going to be repping some Cincinnati Bearcats stuff. Love it. It's closed, right, that scrimmage tomorrow? Yes. Hmm. Unfortunate. It's okay, Wes. Be, first game is just right around the corner. He'll be here two, like two weeks. Just like to watch a little bit. Yeah, I would too, but that's okay. Uh, are you are you actually getting anything from these the fastball uh, periods, Tom? You think? Um, yeah. Well, what we get from them, and, and they hold some guys out of them, and it's, you can't read a whole lot into the depth chart on the fastballs, in my opinion. But um, they're doing it for a reason. Um, when you think about last year's season opener against Rice, 
They had 13 penalties in the game. Uh, KJ did not have a good start. They were trailing at halftime. And then um, then Rice got an early touchdown, and they were ahead 17-7 in mm-hmm. the third quarter. So the fastballs are a way to just kind of jolt everybody into action. And they say it increases the – you know, Barry Odom yesterday said it helps with the tempo of practice that you, you roll into the next period and guys are kind of – their adrenaline's kind of going. So that's what they're trying to kind of reinforce with the team. Sure. Um, we've seen, you know, uh, Keyshawn had a really nice play on a post a couple days ago for a touchdown. Um, you know, touchdowns are relatively rare in the fastballs, but, you know, they happen here and there. I mean, there's been a pick. Latavius Brini had one. Uh, today, with Flusher having a, a hip thing going on, um, I'm not sure hip or groin, um, he wasn't out there for fastball. So what they did, the cornerbacks were Clark and Bishop, and then they had Catalan and Simeon Blair and Jaden Johnson and Breeny out there. So you think about the versatility those guys bring. One of them was the nickel, but, you know, uh, it's just showing guys can play multiple positions. Yeah. So I, I like what we get out of the fastball start. Awesome. Tom, we got to run. Appreciate you. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. See you guys. All right, brother. Later, Tom. Yeah, one more Tom Murphy appearance without a game to talk about. Oh.